This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're still looking at what Jesus has to say about the kingdom of heaven. It turns out Jesus spoke about the kingdom quite a lot, and not always in parables. Even in the Sermon on the Mount, his most famous discourse, Jesus tells those who will listen what it takes to inherit the kingdom. So how can we make the kingdom ours? Find out coming up on The Uncommon Truth. You know, we, we get so discombobulated by just tomorrow and worrying about the future and these things. You just read the Beatitudes. If you could just live like, if you just live this scripture, if you just live the Beatitudes, knowing who Jesus is, I think your life would be very blessed, Macarios. Just I think you'd have a peace that passes understanding. Yeah. Confident I think your 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 right? um yeah. your life would be built on the rock. Go ahead. Confident that you're in it, right? That's what. Confident that you're in the kingdom. It's yeah, like just it, confident, you just know confident. he's made his home in you. Can you imagine if you he's if with we me. really get the idea that he makes his home in me? You're listening to the Uncommon Truth, a podcast about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, California and is available wherever podcasts can be found. If you missed an episode or want to share the show with a friend, visit uncommonpodcast.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to leave us a review. That helps us climb the charts so more people can find out about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. If you want to give us your feedback, you can email the show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com and we'll try to feature your questions and comments in an upcoming episode. Finally, if you're looking to learn more about the Father's House Church, School of Transformation, or Life Recovery Ministries, visit fathershouseoroville.com. And now let's get into The Uncommon Truth. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max. I'm here with Steve and Vicki Orsillo, Senior Pastors of the Father's House Church, Hello. recording at Mumby Hall at the School Mumby of Transformation Hall. in very hot and smoky Orville, California. Yeah, it's a, actually, you know, I, I guess I'm a half full kind of girl because I'm actually thinking it's cooler because the smoke, smoke. is covering this. <laughs> yeah. It's not 104 yeah. today. It's only Bless you for 96 the because yeah. of the smoke. Yeah, yeah. that is it's a awesome. good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, we're there you supposed go. to be 106 or 4 yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. That's uh, that's good. What else is, is up with you? We didn't know if you'd make it on time because you just had lunch with like 50 people. Yeah, it was nice. We have a monthly women's uh, lunch. Um, I think there's probably 25 or 30. It was real nice. And um, we're doing that every month. I think I said monthly. So we had a good time. We're, just, we're starting new things, just more more um, relational, mm-hmm. uh, not programs, just events with with uh, our church because we have a great church and, yeah. and it's getting better and better all the time. It really does. I was thinking about that. Like I missed yesterday, I missed uh, your, the, the breakfast. breakfast with Steve. But I was thinking the difference between, because I went to the first one, yeah. the look in the eyes of the people as this restaurant opens at 6 and there's oh. like 40 guys waiting, wow. like knocking on the door, and the look of fear and <laughs> like, what are we going to do? They, they were, were so much more ready this time. Oh, yeah. they were great. Oh, the, they were open. Oh, they the were. door was open. All the lights were on. The, we we the beat some was, of the people there yeah. on the first day. The first yeah. day, nobody was there. They overwhelmed. They were said that ours too, because we went then went Thursday, and I believe bless them, but I think we overwhelmed them. Yeah. Today it was phenomenal, and uh, tabletop restaurant in Orville. If you go, it's great. The portions are great, and they were ready for us. They were ready for you yesterday yep. too. Yep. So the guys go. I I, I actually plan this. So. Yeah. The guys are six o'clock in the morning, and the women are at eleven thirty <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Yep. So we, we're going to lunch. They're going to breakfast. Well, I was thinking like during 
during ours because I, I didn't sit close to Steve at our breakfast. But you don't have to sit close to Vicky to get some of Vicky. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. No, what does yeah. that mean? I, there's what enough, are you saying? There's enough of you to go around for <laughs> 40 people. He's saying you're a huge personality. Steve, Steve is in, in conversation with five people at once, yeah. right? And yeah. that's about maxes you out. And you could, you could have a conversation with a dozen easy. And I did. It's like, But I, what was shocking is that we had like three tables, and I was trying to get the attention of the other table. And for the life of me, I couldn't get the attention. And I'm like – Am I quiet? And You're they're rubbing looking off at me on like, them. no, that's not the case. And I'm trying to get their attention, but they, I never they're did. They're just so involved in fellowship. Yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. It's real relational. I really, do you like your breakfast? Is it nice? Uh, it is because I sit with the men in the church that aren't on the team. That's really cool. I try to collect. I said, oh, why don't you old guys come sit with me? That's mm-hmm. awesome. And um, it's really good because they are really tying into our church. They're really becoming members, you know, and. Uh, it's just it's just good stuff. It's easy. It's just it's just it's just yeah. eating. Christians like to eat. And the men's retreat was oh, really, yeah, that was cool. really relational. That was last it weekend. Was right? Really mm-hmm. relational. Really good. Yeah. How many men did you have? Eighty. Did, did we get to eighty-five? I know they went shopping the first night because yeah, this, this is a difference between the men's <laughs> retreat and the women's retreat. And this, I'm sure, if you're not at the father's house, it probably applies to whatever church, church. you're at. Is the women more. know a month in advance who their roommate is yes. and, you know, all this stuff. They've packed a week ahead of time on, I guess, like 15 to 20 guys showed up that weren't registered. And they're just like, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> and uh, so they had, to, they had to go and buy a bunch of food the first yeah, night heading great. to town on the way. And up. I think women bring home. We, br- we must bring home a carload of food home because um, yeah. we, we're, so, we're so ready. We and f- men, I think, um, don't always. On this mm. time, we emptied the pans. In the, in the past, we've had good leftovers, but this time we emptied the pans. There's, it was right down to the nut, Right huh? down to the scrapings. And well, the, I tried to stop Mark from, there was the cookie you. bar, right? Oh. And then uh, I was Mark. like, well, I, I showed up to the cookie bar at the same time as Mark, and he had the, fing- the fingers going like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to have next. And I was like, maybe I should stop. And then, then I asked, uh, I asked somebody that like, yeah, just let him go. It's it's the men's retreat. It only oh, happens wow. once in a while. I don't think we would want to know the name of the person that yeah, said, who that, said that to you. Our son uh, Mark no. has Down syndrome. We don't and he want may or him may to not ever have eating go. issues. Cholesterol problems. <laughs> sugar yeah, he's four problems, foot six weight. and weighs 175 pounds. But then yeah. after that, somebody ran into town and got him ice cream. So that would Isn't, be. Um, yeah. I do know who that is. I think that was Mr. Zepp. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was a good time. Played. Played some frisbee golf and went mountain biking. And yesterday in class you know what steve said he said you were the best he said no biker. he said following jesus isn't just about playing frisbee golf and going mountain biking <laughs> looking at no one in particular and i'm like oh max, i didn't look at anybody max did you see steve catch a uh, frisbee were you yeah he's, he's good at fr- yeah. i played frisbee with him did you really did you go yeah. behind his neck uh i bounced off a subaru at one point you did did he did he, uh, did he no. catch it behind his neck I, I don't know. I was I didn't watch that much. Between but his I've, legs. I've seen him catch it catch it between behind his back before. Throw yeah. it behind his back. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shocking. I got a, a frisbee in the mail on Amazon, and Steve had it open before I even. <laughs> <laughs> Whose is this? Whose is this? Yeah. Well. So. Well, and today is the last day of Steve's um, sixty-four years. He tomorrow yep. is sixty-five. Sixty-five right. tomorrow. So t- we get Medicare. We're really excited. I've been on Medicare for twelve days now. I'm using the heck out of it. Have you oh, used nice. it? Oh, good is grief! It free. Yeah. Handing it out to everybody. No, it's not no, free, you but you it's... You handing it out to everybody. Well, just everyone's oh, okay. got... Everywhere I go, I say, here, put this card in my file. I thought maybe you were selling drugs to people. Yeah. <laughs> handing out to everybody. Hopefully no. Not. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, we... Uh, happy birthday. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, happy birthday tomorrow. It's going to yeah. be fun. 
City five. It's somebody a, else. Maybe at you know at sixty five or sixty six, then somebody else is going to come and ask you why are you so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's time. Yeah, you need to slap in the head. I can't <laughs> slap her in the head, but it's I can time. slap you in the head, boy. It's been thirty years. Boy, come over here. Walk into this, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's one of our inside jokes here. If, so, if you don't know it now, you'll get we're it. Bungee jumping. So yeah. you know, sixty five <laughs> is weird. And man, yesterday Joe wrote. Joe Whitworth. Fa- Joe Whitworth, the pastor that. Happy uh, birthday, Joe! If you ever here. listen. He uh, he turned 70 yesterday, and he wrote on Facebook, 70th birthday. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me, man, 70 and 65 are <laughs> some big really big numbers, yeah. you know? You're elderly. Uh, wow, you know? You're so, elderly. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't feel, I don't feel elderly. That's you look the problem. look a little elderly, and your beard yeah. looks elderly. It's all anyway. Well, we're we're glad to have you guys. Happy you like birthday. like elderly? If you uh, <laughs> want to reach out and leave a... Uh, leave a birthday message for steve uh just comment on the podcast uh apple itunes is a good place That's or good. Uh, apple podcast tell is him a how young place. he looks and uh maybe tell him something you've gotten from yeah. him from uh from some of his his uh conversations here yeah. i think you'd appreciate that right he would. so uh and we're gonna get into another one we are continuing strong our series on the kingdom of heaven is like yep and i thought we would be done with this series a while ago because you know I just I identified some things. You and, had no idea there were so many. And then just more and more come up that it's Jesus amazing. actually was all about the kingdom. Like that's what he was about. He's about. And so um, we we still have some parables left in the tank, but this one's not a parable. And I think this is today is one of the most uh, I think Jesus's most well known discourse. Like even non Christians. What did I say? Nothing. Okay. Uh, even non-Christians know about the Sermon on the Mount. And, right. uh, and in the Beatitudes, uh, which is like the most famous part of the Sermon on the Mount, he actually talks about the kingdom. And so I wanted to bring it to you guys and there see you where go. we go. You ready? Yep. All right. Yep. Getting the podcast voice on. This there is in go. Matthew 5, if you're following along at home. Um, now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And so that's how he starts the Sermon on the Mount, and he just gets right into stuff about the kingdom. So I don't know, where do you want to start? So, I have always felt that this section of Scripture could be the most important in uh, operating instructions in the clearest way possible uh, to describe what your Christianity should look like when you have a Christianity that works. When you have a belief system, a faith system, a following discipleship system that works, it should look just like this. But I think that it, blessed is a word that we've changed just like believe. Hmm. We say, I believe, it could be a fairy tale. I believe in Santa Claus. And we do all kinds of I believes, right? So the word means different biblically. And the blessed 
blessed part of this repetitive thing is the most important part of this. The word is um, makarios, Mm. and it's makarios are the poor in spirit. And when you look at what it means, makarios is a word that what it what it is is a self-sustaining thing right Hmm. it needs no outside influence or input blessed completely okay wonderfully taken care of are the poor in spirit Hmm. wonderfully taken care of are those who mourn wonderfully blessed uh have everything you need if you're gen- those who are gentle won't be run over the the kingdom of heaven will provide for them everything it was used as a description when the island i believe of uh, malta was found they walked onto the island of malta and they used this term to describe it it's a blessed a blessed island it 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 has everything fresh water growing naturally growing fruit soil to reproduce we don't need any imports to this island mm. Of course, they changed it all with modern technology and growth, but that was the word they used to describe it because that's what the word means. It's a, a it needs no import, needs nothing happy. from the outside. It is a, it is a word that literally is translated happy, happy. all over the world. And, and the problem with happy in English is happy means by chance, joy by chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy is a terrible translation of this word, and you'll see it in many translations. Happy are the poor in spirit. Happy. No, this is a, this is joy, not happy, because happy is by chance. Joy is something deep in your soul that even if your daughter dies, your, even if your friend dies, dies your husband even if bad things happen Mm. you have something burning inside of you where you can rekindle that joy without outside you don't have to have a new husband or a new daughter you don't have to replace what you lost you can have that kind of pain and that kind of mourning and that kind of gentleness and that kind of you can keep your heart pure in through all this and all of these things of being merciful and hunger and thirsting for righteousness and being satisfied it's all culminate it's all put together in a package in this um hang on it's all in a package in this word blessed it's produced from inside of you mm-hmm. like the description of malta i gave I need no import. You don't got to do another good thing for me to bring me joy. I can find that joy inside of me if I am blessed. And it's a joy different from happy. We say, I'm happy today because good things happened. Doesn't matter but, the circumstances. And then, yeah, not based on circumstances. You can, be in, you can have your house burned down, look at each other, and know that inside of you, you can, you can create joy. You can, you can go and pick from the tree joy or, you know, satisfaction. And I think there, it's all one communication. It's not, okay, you're merciful and I'm gentle. So I get to inherit the earth and you receive mercy. Hmm. No, it's all of it goes together. All of it goes together. Okay, so I can't just pick which one, no. which blessing no. I want, and then well, try I te- to act. I like tend that. to be merciful. That's why I receive mercy. Or you tend to be pure in heart. That's why you you see you seem to see God. No, it's all one big thing. Blessed is one thing, hmm. and and all of those. Blessed are those who mourn. We all will mourn. We will all be pure at heart if we are blessed. 
And, and if we are blessed, then all of these things will be ours. We'll see God. We'll be called sons of God. We'll inherit the kingdom of heaven. We will be comforted. We'll be, we will be owners. We'll walk as though we own and have an inheritance with Jesus in the kingdom of heaven. It will be a reality within us. When we, when we close our eyes to pray, we won't be looking at a God outside. We'll be inside. It's the inside God. It's the inside scoop. It's the inside word. It's the insider trading. You, you can trade upon your faith You can, because you can trust in Jesus when everything's looking crazy if you're blessed. Mm. If you're blessed, you have a joy, not a happiness. You have a joy that burns inside of you. And we have certainly come through a few years of really disappointing outcomes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I don't believe, have ever lost our joy. And we have wondered how can you have be, be feel so good, have a, such a good outlook, and still want to trust God for the next thing. Mm-hmm. Because we're blessed. We are makarios. We are self-sustaining. The Spirit lives inside of us, and He's a river that never r- runs dry. He's, he's a drink that you never get thirsty again. You never need to rekindle your, you know, your drinking. It just, it, it just happens. And blessed are you when people insult you. They can't, they, you know, that's, it's just all the false accusation, persecution, and all the things it says in that bottom, you'll be rejoicing for, you know, your reward is great in heaven. It's yours. You have a knowledge that it's yours and circumstances don't turn you aside. I'm not going to walk away from Jesus when bad things happen because I have blessedness in my life and so i think that to break it down is a real mistake i think that to look at as a whole and see all of those wonderful things you get to be and all those wonderful things you get to receive i mean this is exciting when someone says i'm bringing i have good news when the angel said behold i bring you good news with great joy for today is born to you in bethlehem a savior in the city of david a savior he is christ the lord Those angels were telling you that you will receive something that will be the last thing you'll ever need. You'll be be poor in spirit and you'll have the kingdom of heaven. You will mourn and you will be comforted. Everyone else is mourning and they're not comforted. And you see it like we were in a hospital room one day with two children dying. One room is peaceful prayer and love and, and embracing and just comfort in the knowledge that she's gone home to be with Jesus. And in the room next door, there is bedlam and screaming and mm. and just absolute hysteria, hysteria yeah. running up and down the hall screaming. And it's like they aren't blessed. They mm. don't have that comfort of knowledge that he's with us. We have what we need here. Mm. We wanted her to live. We wanted her to quit suffering. We got one. We didn't get the other. She quit suffering. And uh, it's just one thing after the other like that where you just – you see, this is just a fact in our life. I don't have to try to be a peacemaker so that I can be called the sons of God. If I have Makarios and I am blessed, I am a peacemaker and I am called the sons of God. Mm-hmm. It's mine. Does that make sense? I mean, you're following yeah, all that, yeah. how I'm, how I see it. Yeah, I was because I was thinking about this, Vicky. When I was going to ask you again if you're just if this is your first episode, Steve and Vicky aren't. I don't send a text like, "Hey, we're talking about this ahead of time." I just, we sit down at the table and we start talking and that's what I like about, about the uncommon truth. But I was, when I was thinking about it, I was like, all right, well, there's two, two verses in these Beatitudes. 
that talk about the kingdom, and that's what we're focusing on this season. So let's break down those two and see, like, oh, we can't separate them. Mm -hmm. This is all about the the kingdom. The whole thing is the kingdom. And I thought that was really interesting, and it kind of – it's one of those things that you kind of know before you know, you know, like, oh, yeah, that that totally makes sense, right? Yeah, I think that's – that absolutely – it's – I think that's what – I honestly – I think that's the problem with Western civilization, Christianity, is that well, that's what we do. Mm. We take one thing out of the Beatitudes, and we, okay, I want to be a peacemaker, so I'll do this. But no, it's one he, It's one conversation that he's having on the side of a mountain. He went up a mountain. He made them go up a mountain, sit on the side of a hill, and, and this is what he d- decided. I mean, it goes on and on, but um, this is what he said. You know, it, this is what you'll have if you have me. Mm. You know, and and then you fast forward to the, the to the apostles' lives after that, after he died and the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they had some really horrible situations, living in prison, being shipwrecked, you know, boiled in oil, whatever, take your poison, and but in the midst of that, it's the word blessed, and I think I think Steve's right. We don't use the word blessed correct. It's you know I'm blessed because. You know, my car, my car, I got a new car, or I'm blessed because mm. this. Those are individual situations, yeah. and he's talking about a life spring. Yeah. It's like that's the well of life. That's a, that's a secret to Christianity. That's the offspring of love in Jesus is that we should be down deep. We should be Macarios. We should be happy. We should have a joy that comes from a life spring of knowing Jesus in the midst of chaos, amidst of boiling, being boiled in oil or being tore apart in the lion's den or bungee jumping mm-hmm. um right. you know there should be there should be a life spring coming out of us because we know we know the giver and the author of life and though you kill me i know where i'm, I'm going i'm going to be to be absent from the body means to be present with christ so i agree it, it's a total conversation the beatitudes are not the beatitude they're mm-hmm. the beatitudes and he's telling you this is the recipe of how you live as a christian not in, you know, not being um, shaken by the wind, and you know your house is on the rock. The wind and the storm's going to come, but if you have these things, you'll be fine. Mm. You will have joy in the midst of in the midst of crisis. You'll have joy, you know. So that so I th- I think that's a really good point is that we probably shouldn't part and parcel them out. Yeah, we should have one individual um, communication. Mm. You were talking about getting a new car and and yeah. being happy. That's yeah. called my carios. Y- yeah. Right. My car. Yeah. My car. No. That was oh terrible, gosh, man. Terrible. That I wish I yeah, had somebody. But you can I'm, still have joy, even though I made that bad that joke. That was pretty good. Right? You but you know Jesus. that. I mean, that is. I mean, it's all circumstantial in our in our country. It's all circumstantial. Yeah. And um, it is. It is. It's. It's. It's always what you get, what you have, how good your day is. The truth is, is the rain's going to fall on the, on the on the just and the unjust. And it's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to show the world? Mm-hmm. You're going to show them that you just lost it because you lost this or lost that. No, we're going to. We have a deep well of Jesus, and you, you are the king of puns. Yeah, I didn't even catch Sorry. that one because I'm so in tune with the Holy Spirit, and I'm so in one. <laughs> I'm in the Holy Spirit. I didn't even catch a pun. Right, my you didn't Carrios. catch his pun. You didn't Steve did, oh, but no, he, he chose, right not, away, yeah. chose not, not to, to comment. Don't engage. Yes, <laughs> pass it on. We'll hear another joke about a bungee jumping. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the great things about podcasts. You go back and listen, you can get all our inside jokes. Right? Oh, yeah. Because we're sometimes we're talking about events that maybe a first time listener doesn't know. And I, right. you know, and yeah. I do that a lot. So, what you tell what you do a what a lot? Uh, tell stories that, tell we stories that they might not know what I'm yeah, talking so about. Yeah. So, that makes you them go, 
we should say in episode 27 you'll find out the answer to that if we had that it was two weeks ago we (laughs) talked about bungee Bungee jumping and that was yeah not fun anyway so yeah Uh, i think the beatitudes are incredible that's really his first conversation with um it's really jesus's really first conversation with people isn't it Matthew and in, in Matthew it is yeah it's, he, really it's, like the, it's, the, it's the first big gathering elements, yeah and he begins to tell them what following him means mm-hmm. and and so I think we in the West and we in the modern Christianity try to separate these beatitudes as though they're a separate sermon you know and <clears throat> he immediately goes tells them what they what a b- person who is blessed is I mean it's it's shocking what he tells them it's uh um, you are the salt of the earth, and if the salt has lost its saltiness, if you do not be God's flavor on the earth, you're not even good enough for the manure pile. Mm. I mean, he goes on to say these things and tell these stories um, that goes, you know, you're the light of the world, a city set mm. on a hill, and he just begins to tell them what they are if they're blessed. And I think we try to separate, cut it off right there at 12 and don't add on what he continues his sermon yeah. And he, it's a starting point. So, you know, it's you are blessed. And if you're blessed, when you mourn, you'll be this. When you when you are pure in heart, you'll get this. When you're peacemaker, you'll get this. And it's all yours. And it all comes from this kingdom. Then there is no end for your comfort. There is no end for your being the son of God. There is no end for your purity. There, the inheritance of the earth is wide open. There's no end to it. There's no quantity. Okay, mm-hmm. enough for you. Like one for you, one for me. No, there's no quantities. It's all for you and all for me. And when you look at that, it's like, you the kingdom of heaven inheriting the earth. You know, it's it's all in our dominion who would be blessed or blessed. Mm-hmm. And so I just love the idea that I belong to I belong. This I blessed, I belong to a source, a God who is a unending source, a river of life that has no end, right. an unquenchable um, thirst of un, uh, a thirst quenching that doesn't need quenching again, a fountain that has no end. There is no need mm-hmm. to look anywhere else. You don't have to keep deciding. Do you believe or don't believe you? You now believe in it. And the circumstances around you don't have to dictate anything because you're blessed. You full of joy and bad things happen. Yes. And you cry and you have many bitter tears. It says you will mourn, but if you mourn, you'll have the comfort. From God, the comfort will come to you because it belongs to you. It's yours, and you don't got to go outside and get it. It's it's encompassed in the blessedness. I have terrible things happen, and I mourn over them. Where do I find comfort? I wait for friends. I wait for family. I wait for people to come comfort me. No, <clears throat> the blessedness of the kingdom of heaven is my comfort, my trust in him. My proclamation with my feet spread and my hand raised high. You are God and you are good. And I am not going to let these circumstances tell me you're not. Mm. And all of a sudden you're comforted. I I feel that these circumstances, though I don't understand them, are in your hands. You have this under control. This is your plan, not mine. You're Lord, not me. And it just to understand the blessedness, that we live in a blessedness, that we walk in a blessedness. All of these things are mine. And all I've got to do is realize it. Inheritance. And and inherit. Just take yeah. my inheritance and, and mm. spend it. Like the, the older son to the prodigal father. It's always been yours. Yes. We don't 
own any of this stuff because we try to take blessedness out. And we try to pull verses out, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all ours. And just like that guy, son, you've always been faithful and all that I have is yours. All of this belongs to all of us, not just on the day we mourn, but any day we do mourn, we have it. That's right. Any day we, someone needs mercy, we show mercy because we have it. We That's can, good. we can give Love them mercy because we have right. it and then we'll be shown mercy. God will give us mercy and it's ours and all of it is ours in a big lump sum. And it's, it's just pretty awesome. It's just a breakdown of all the good things you have in Christ. Paul wrote to Philemon. He said, it is my prayer in verse six. It is my prayer that you would come to a knowledge and understanding of every good thing you have in Christ. That is the most beautiful prayer for anyone on earth, that you would come to an understanding of all that you have in Christ. This, the Beatitudes, is truly and really the good things we have in Christ. Yeah, I was I was looking at Matthew four, and um, he had healed a lot of people, and his infamy grew. And then that what's interesting about Matthew five though, it says when Jesus saw the crowds, and he, um, he went up to, on the mountain. Well, that's kind of weird. Like, why did he when he saw the crowds, why did he go up in the mountain? Why didn't he just stay wherever he was? Mm-hmm. And I think it was it's it's just if you'll come after me, you know. If you'll come after me, you can have these things. And he, and he began to teach them because he wanted to see who was going to follow him, who was with him, who was, who was ready to kind of go up a mountain, I guess. Um, but I just think it's such a it's such a pool of life for us to live. Like yeah. Steve was just saying, it, when we need it, it's there. It's, you know, it's not something that you know, we just take off the shelf for appropriate times. It's like, no, we live in that. We live in a place of knowing who Jesus is and who that makes us. Mm-hmm. These are all ours. I mean, the, I think the number one thing about Christians I see is that they just worry all the time. It's like they're professional worriers. They're professional stressors. And if you just look at the, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, it's like you wouldn't worry. You know? And he goes on to talk about worry specifically. But for me, it's like be pure of heart. Be like a child. Be be. Um, be be mourn you'll be comforted if you when you mourn there's comfort for you when you mourn and we did see that when we lost our beloved granddaughter and our beloved friend Jordy I mean he he he's kept us he'd walked with us with us with us because it's incrementalism I think you just keep growing and growing it's like the yeast in the jar you know the parable of the yeast it, it leavens everything and I th- hunger and thirst for righteousness that's my number one thing is I th- hunger and thirst for Jesus and it's it's and being as old as we are, we just have seen this a lot in our life. Hmm. But this is really this is really good. I just thought it was kind of fascinating that he he, he went up when he Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. Just the end. Yeah. Usually you walk towards the crowd yes. to address yes. them, and he walked after up them. a mountain. So yeah. it's like I wonder how many people didn't go up the mountain with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't the know most, what I'm, the most famous like speech in history, and the guy's like, yeah. Nope. I got some th- something better to do. Yeah. In imagine? 21st century, they'd say, how arrogant is he? We came <laughs> yeah. all the way out here to see <laughs> him, and right. he walked up a mountain. He walked up a mountain. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say yeah. to me, right? Yeah. You know, how arrogant are you? Well, I, I, I'm going up the mountain for the amphitheater effect so more people can hear me, to speak over you and give a chance for more to hear me. Mm-hmm. So it's not all about you. And today it would be mm-hmm. you'd be having that kind of, argument <laughs> well i'm wondering how many people didn't go 
Yeah. I mean, I would like to. I really would like to know how many people well, miss this. In, in this out. in this low setting, it would be very. I would imagine hardly anybody didn't go because we're thinking in terms of 21st century humans. Yeah, and he just healed a whole bunch of people. Right. They they went. They followed. They came all the way out there to see him, yeah. and it, it is out there. It's out there, a ways from town. And they came out there because he's healing people, because he's, they want to, is he the Messiah? And he went up the hill, which is to create a speaking environment, you know. And, and so I doubt very many didn't follow him. But it is funny to think about uh, 21st century people out there in Jerusalem, yeah. uh, out in the wilderness. And Jesus himself, the very same Jesus, comes and does the very same stuff mm-hmm. and walks up a hill. Today there'd be... You know, uh, there'd be a debate going on. People start making signs and start, you know, yelling at each other and hating each other because he went up a mountain. Well, who does he think he is? You know, but I think in their day, they were really looking for the Messiah and they came all the way out to see him. They probably followed him that extra hundred yards or whatever up the mountain. Well, a mountain could be a long ways. it is pretty funny. They don't have mountains like we have mountains. Is it like Sutter Buttes? It's more like, no, it's more like our hill we live on. Okay. It's just a slope. Yeah. Yeah, it's a slope up. But, you know, and, and it's like he saw the crowd and he took off. Follow me. I think it's a, another a good point Vicky's making that you can make is they followed him. And it's yeah. we have to follow Jesus, Jesus to get this stuff. You and I get it in the red letter edition, you know, large print. Mm-hmm. But they had to hear it and remember That's it. That's right. And it was a message to them that they'd never heard anything like. They had done so much suffering, so much mourning, been persecuted so bad by the Romans. Yeah. And he's telling them that in, this, in the midst of all of this, they can have the kingdom of heaven, be called sons of God, see God, receive mercy, be satisfied, inherit the earth, and be comforted. <laughs> and, there's, and I didn't even finish it all. It's just there's, they're being told this, and they're hearing it, and they're drinking deep of the river. And I mean, this is the the greatest sermon ever preached, the greatest story ever told, and they didn't get to write it down. You know, they were they were working on it feverishly, trying to remember it, and it's it's shocking what this thing says. And this is the start, man. This is the pitch. This is where this is the this is what Kick we off. call in in speaking the hook. Yeah. They he got those people hooked. You, in the midst of your mourning and your hungering and your, you know, your, your, all the different things you're going to go through, persecution, you're going to have all these benefits. What? Really? You're going to be in the kingdom of God and be called sons of God. Inherit the kingdom of heaven. Inherit the earth. I mean, that's some pretty awesome promises right there. And I think that's really the main starting point kickoff of the Sermon on the Mount, which is now going to go and just kick all of our rears to the end yeah. of the day. I mean, it just it's just it is just a rear kicking, if I can say that um, sermon that just it splits the sheets, man. Hmm. Two two foundations, two trees, yeah, two. I mean, crazy. it just says and every one of them, these ones get punished. These Choices. ones get blessed. It's crazy. Anyway, I, I did want to ask you that because in our series, a lot of times when we see a parable and Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like, like yeah. you you say well, he's actually saying the king of heaven is like yeah. So what is what is this little this speech telling us about what the king of heaven is like? Well, re- he's really telling them I'm the king of heaven. Hmm. 
he's really telling them that he's getting up there telling them things making them promises that he if he's not the king of heaven then he's a monstrous liar he's a terrible liar because he's offering him things he doesn't have to give they're not his to give and if he's not the king of heaven and if he is the king of heaven then this is pretty exciting we believe he's the king of heaven and the king of kings the lord of lords the alpha the omega the first the last the beginning the end we believe in all those things he holds the keys to life and death to the he holds the keys to the kingdom of god to death and hades he's like the key holder man and he's telling the the man is telling us we can have all this and so really it's it's very clear that for this crowd and in many times in small crowds many times just the apostles sometimes just the close disciples but this time he's speaking out over a crowd of many thousands on a mountain to make sure they all can hear and what he's really saying is i am the king of heaven and he's telling them that the salt of the earth you're the light of the world and you are the ones being chosen to do these things and you're being given this offer and it's just shocking that we as non-jews 20 centuries later still have that same offered to us that same thing you can know the king of heaven through the holy spirit you can be merciful and receive mercy pure at heart and see god peacemaker and be called sons of god you can be all of these things persecuted and still know that you have the kingdom and the king of heaven with you in you through you and that he's walking it with you, that you're not suffering anything he hasn't already suffered, and that there's a reward and a prize at the end of this thing that is so much better than even you got right now. See, right now you got all this mercy, peace, righteousness. All these things are yours here on earth, but the prize at the end is even so much better, mm -hmm. and it's all based on him being the king of heaven, or, he can't, or he'd be a liar, or he'd be a lunatic to offer these things to us. He's either Lord, liar or lunatic he's one of the three mm -hmm. and i and i'm going to tell you i got proof in my life I, I need no more convincing he is lord of heaven king over all of the earth savior of my soul he is the author and the finisher of my life he's my redeemer my savior the lover of my life and I could go on for quite a while with those yep. names. But he is all those things and has proven to be those things and so many more. Hmm. Yeah, so we, when we talk about the kingdom, we broke it down into the kingdom that is, you know, often we think of like, oh, the kingdom. It's out there. After we die, yeah. right? And then there's also, you read in certain parts in like apocalyptic literature, like the kingdom will come and it will be forever but it's really far off, Correct. right? A kingdom and, come. But then this stuff seems to be like right now when you are mourning, right, this very That's instant, right. and the kingdom's right there too inside you. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know, maybe break it down a little bit how how this these beatitudes kind of fit into that really far off, kind of around the corner, and then right, right with me right now. How they fit? Yeah. They are in themselves and by their description they're talking about inheriting something that is supposed to be after death and so they are they are they are exactly here there and in the air yeah. they are the they are the exact description exactly. they're the proof that the kingdom of heaven is yeah. with me almost with me yep and um something I'm going to receive one day. There's more to have like this. This is so awesome. It's going to be even better. And there's more to come. 
And so, well, yeah, that's, I think it's really good because the last one says, "Blessed are you when people insult you today, yeah, and persecute you today, falsely say all kinds of evil, evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. Yep, future. In the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So it's like, you know, today it's a recipe for today. How do I deal with people who persecute me? It's and you know, Christ in me, the hope of glory, because he lives, because my Redeemer lives, I can, I can have these things. Mm. You know, um, it's, it's even in the Lord's Prayer, he says, I kingdom come, that will be done on earth as is in heaven. So it's, it's always talking about, you know, what you just said. But these are, all the way through, it's like the kingdom, you know, this is, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, you know, blessed for you if you're persecuted, you know, all of it, and you shall see God. So it really is a great illustration of what we said um, mm. now tomorrow and forever yeah and so vicky i know like you are so practical and you like to break things down like well what does that mean for today like right now uh, leave the podcast and and go about the rest of my my day my week what would you say where would you start for somebody who maybe isn't quite they know jesus but they they're kind of, they're not living in that like man, I got this living, flowing out of me all the time. Where would you start? I'd start reading the uh, red letters of Jesus. Hmm. And I would start reading them in context, and I would take it to heart, and I wouldn't dismiss anything he says. This is this is for you out there. This is a inheritance that you have. Like I said, it seems like Christians are the most stressed, anxious people I've met in my life. And if you really get the significance of Christ in you, hope of glory, that the Holy Spirit lives in you, the Counselor lives in you, he makes us home in you, you know, you can have the mind of Christ, you can have the heart of Christ. If you really start getting that, um, you know, you can really start going against some of these things because the world is really tough. The world system is really tough. And every day we're getting just being deluded with lies and stuff. So practically I would, I would ask the Holy Spirit, to just inf- infiltrate me and at- recognize that you have the mind of Christ. Stop for a second and say, you know, Holy Spirit, I know you've made your home in me. Hmm. And this is an inheritance that you promised me for today and forever. You know, I, I can have these things. They're mine. You gave them to me. And then renouncing and rejecting, you know, renouncing and rejecting means I don't make agreement with it. I've made agreement with it in the past. I don't make agreement with it today. I ask you to forgive me for worry and stress for not believing that you have, hold my life in your hands, mm-hmm. because the truth is he does. You know, we, we get so discombobulated for, by just tomorrow and worrying about the future and these things. You just read the Beatitudes. If you could just live, like, if you just live this scripture, if you just live the Beatitudes, knowing who Jesus is, I think your life would be very blessed, yeah. Makarios. Just I think you'd have a peace that passes understanding. Yeah. Confident I think your, that your, you're your, in it, your, right? um, yeah. your life would be built on the rock. Go ahead. Confident that you're in it, right? That's what I'm Confident just, that you're in the kingdom. It's yeah, like just it, confident, you just know confident. he's made his home in you. Can you imagine if, you, he's if with we me. really get the idea that he makes his home in me? Hmm. He makes his home in me. I, just, I went to a chiropractor yesterday, first time ever, and she stopped and she said, Jesus, you know. What's the matter with Vicky? You could you can show us because I have you in me, and it's like that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That's we the can story. know the, that's the answer to everything. Though Christ in me, the hope of glory. But we don't. We often want to wrestle control out of His hands and don't recognize. We always pray for to a God that's outside, which He is, and He's far away, which He is, and He's in King, in heaven, which He is. But then we forget that the Holy Spirit is part of the, the triune God, and he makes his home in us. Yep. Jesus said, I leave, and I leave you a comforter. And, and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Mm-hmm. And so the people that can't 
seem to get it and can't seem to put themselves in this position where they trust in this. And it's really a lot of people. They worry about everything. They fret and worry and, and they, they hate being, they can't take insult, they can't take disrespect, they can't take anything. And there's really a lot of them. And so what, what the world is just such deception. It, the liar is so deceptive. The world system is so powerful right now. We've given it so much power. We've fed it so much life that it is eaten. It's a life eater. And it, and it has so many people in this position where they just can't break out because they won't let the Holy Spirit sift in through, sift them and go through them and help them get rid of the impurities. Mm. The things like the hurts that they don't even know they are honestly don't know they're suffering. You know, it's like the hurts and the wounds and the and the uh, what was that word? The the vows and the the so many the different things. Yeah. They the agreements with with death and they don't let him show them and say, I renounce and reject that. Please forgive me. I forgive these people that hurt me. I forgot they even hurt me. And it's hindering. It's hindering a connection. But it, it, but in that season where you can't connect you still have to read this. And in my opinion, if you try to read it individually and apply it individually, you'll just get so confused. You'll, really quit. You'll, you'll give up. You'll quit. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it in a whole, that the kingdom of heaven is on you, in you, through you, you are blessed. And what blessed means is you need no food from the outside. You don't need circumstances or anything. You, are, you have everything you, you need in the kingdom of heaven in your life. That's right. You don't need a bunch of people giving you stuff, doing stuff, patting you on the back, complimenting you. You have everything you need to have all of what he promised here, which is a bundle, even though it's not everything, it's a bundle. I mean, offers eternal life, really, the kingdom of heaven. And so I highly recommend to people that can't touch, keep going after the things that are hindering you because this is the big show right here. Mm. This is the big show. What do you mean can't touch? Can't touch God. Can't can't like what max was asking just can't seem to you know they have a belief system but they can't get there and and you were touching on it with renouncing and rejecting it's you've got to go after those blockades and get them out of the way so that you can stand in the middle and say the king of heaven is enough for me hmm. the kingdom of heaven is all i need because even here in my kingdom of heaven, I'm going to mourn, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be persecuted. But look at what I get. I. Look what all is belongs to me because I'm in the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, it's really good. And, and just um, one more little thing I'm thinking of is this is like his this is breakout party, right? Like we talked about Jesus's, and he's talking to very religious people. And I think sometimes for us, we become religious in our mm -hmm. answers and our responses. And that's why I'm like, you need to read Jesus in context and don't dismiss anything he says because it really is a secret sauce of how to live. Yep. It really is the um, the bottom line. It is a deep well, whatever you want to say. If When you realize that it's the Holy Spirit living in you and, that, and it's all the way through the New Testament about the Holy Spirit is in you, he makes yep. his home in you, um, it just will change everything. I mean, honestly, you know, am I perfect? This is no. I just come out of a really hard week. Um of not remembering this and, you know, being selfish and self-centered. But I come back to it. I mean, it's just the, the truth of Jesus is ever-reaching. Mm -hmm. And it's part of my foundation. And I can't get too far off the road before the Holy Spirit in me just works through some things. And even if there's you have moments of just losing your cool, which 
I'm sure never happens to you um, or Steve, but it for me, you know, just losing my losing my my way. When I have the hope of glory, when I have the Holy Spirit in me, I'm not going to go too far away. Mm-hmm. And it's just it is just my roadmap, and he he lives in me. He's made his home in me. That's really good. And uh, I found out because I don't talk to you guys before we we plan these out before I I think about what we're going to ask you. Um, if you're interested in, in checking these out, it turns out that Steve, if you're listening to this, has already preached a sermon, but for us, he hasn't preached it yet, <laughs> already and not yet, yep. preached a sermon oh, right yeah. about uh, the Beatitudes yep. um, on Sunday at church. So um, It'll be yeah, fresh. We, yeah, go check that out on yeah. YouTube. I got a link right in the sermon or in the uh, description uh, below this episode. You can click on that. Check out our YouTube stuff. And uh, if you really want to get into it, I've all, I always have a link to Steve's books. He's written a few of them, mm-hmm. and you can find those on Amazon and check them out. Right. Send you a copy and, and get into it. So we appreciate you listening, and we will be back next week with more Uncommon Truth. Have a great week. See ya. You've been listening to The Uncommon Truth. Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast routine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today and would love to get your feedback. You can tell us what you think about today's show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch to ask questions for Steve and Vicki or suggest a subject you'd like to hear covered. Either way, we'd love to feature your comments on an upcoming episode. If you're new to the show or just haven't done so yet, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps push the show up the charts so more people can find us. If you know someone who would enjoy the types of conversations that happen on The Uncommon Truth, click share on the podcast app of your choice or send them to uncommonpodcast.com. Until next time, have a great week and keep running after Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be.